my goal is to be open-minded enough to identify maybe there's something cool out here, something that I hadn't considered, something that I might like to do that I've just never given any thought to. Welcome to Gentle Frog's Bookkeeping Lilypad, your cozy corner of the podcasting world, where numbers tell a story and bookkeeping blossoms into an adventure. My name is Rachel Barnett, and I'm glad you're here. This podcast is for bookkeepers who enjoy authentic, unfiltered, and always encouraging friend to talk shop with. We will be discussing what it's like to own and operate a small bookkeeping business. In this episode, I want to talk about goal planning and a year-end review. I recognize that I'm recording this at the beginning of the new year, but I think that this is a great time to look back. We're no longer looking ahead and thinking, oh, I might take some time off for the holidays or I need to wrap up these projects or I wonder if I made my goals. We're now starting the new year and kind of getting back in the swing of working. So this is the perfect time to think about how did last year go and what do I want to do different for this year? When you think about last year, think about what stuff went really well. What are you happy that you did? What are you happy that you learned? What are you happy that you paid for? Think about the opposite stuff. What did you pay for and not utilize? What do you wish that you would have done differently or what did you learn from the last year? When I look back over the last year, I think about courses that I've bought that I I kept meaning to start. I was definitely going to take that course and I was definitely going to go through it. And then other things came up and I just didn't. I look at the times that I made exceptions to the rule on the services that I was offering or the clients that I'd be working with. And I think to myself, I'm really glad that I made those exceptions that I would know if it was a thing that I should modify, if I should continue to make the exception into the rule. But really, I look back and I'm like, no, I really know what things work for me and what things didn't. That's largely on part of just looking back over the year and identifying what lessons I've learned that I liked and what lessons I've learned that I didn't like. Things that I like include doing this podcast pushing myself to do more YouTube videos than I did before. Previously, it would be maybe once a week-ish. Jess would know better than I do. She's the one who's like, hey, I need you to make some more videos. (laughs) And now I'm working on making videos twice a week. Fourth quarter, 2022, I had a goal for myself that I was going to make one YouTube video a day. And of course, I could make them in advance and then release them one a day. When I got to the end of it, when I got to January 23, I'm like, that was terrible. I'm glad that I did it and I barely made it only because Jess sliced and diced some stuff together. My goal for myself was hard and unrealistic. I'm glad that I did it. I'm glad that I tried something. But also looking back, I'm like, I'm not doing it again. When you look back at 2023 and you think forward to 2024, what things did you do that you want to take with you? What things are you like, yes, this is super great. I'm all in on it. One of the things that I did in 2023 was I made a point to create more content. Obviously, I've talked about YouTube, but also I've created more courses and I've really gotten into my groove and I've gotten comfortable creating courses and creating content. And I think, you know what? That's the thing I want to try for 2024. Just create more stuff and put it out in the world. If it's beneficial, great. And if it's not, totally cool. I would encourage you to set goals. You probably know this already, but you need to set some SMART goals. SMART stands for specific measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. If I talk about myself and more specifically an idea that I got from Seth David, a specific goal is that I need to sit down and intentionally write out five or 10 ideas a day. 
it's specific. Specifically, what am I going to do? I'm going to write down ideas of things that inspire me. They could be infographics to ask Maria to create. They could be YouTube videos, podcast episodes, doesn't matter. Measurable. I want to do at least five a day. Is it achievable? I mean, assuming I don't procrastinate, yes, it is achievable. Is it relevant? I mean, it's certainly more relevant than my goal of puzzle assembly. I think it's relevant. It's the sort of thing that I'll look back on and be happy that I did it. And is it time bound? For me, I'm setting a daily goal. Every day, I want to do just a little tiny bit, which will get me a little tiny bit closer to whatever magic I want to achieve. For 2024, I don't have specific ideas in mind of what that magic is going to be. I want to allow myself to be open and free and just see what strikes me. My goal is to be open-minded enough to identify maybe there's something cool out here, something that I hadn't considered, something that I might like to do that I've just never given any thought to. In my office, you won't see it because it's behind the door. I have a giant piece of paper. It's like two and a half, three feet across and then maybe four feet down. And I just doodle things. And then every so often I'll take a picture of the thing or I'll make a recording where I show the thing. And I send it to Maria and I'm like, I want this. Like, can you make me a graphic that conveys this information? This is just stuff that entertains me. It gives me energy. My goal to be creative could provide me with magical, amazing opportunities, or it could just provide me with energy, which gets me through the day and helps me help more people with the things that they need help with. When you think about setting your goals, don't worry about whether or not it's a goal that's going to impress someone else. Once you've identified what your goals are, you should really come up with some sort of action plan and motivation. How are you going to make the goal happen? For me, I have an online journal I use and I'm just going to make an entry every day. And every day I'm going to say, here's today's date and here's my ideas for the day. And then later, if I want, I can peruse it and come up with ways to turn my ideas into things. But for me, my action plan is just knowing in the morning, sit down at the desk, write down a handful of ideas, leave the tab open just in case more ideas come up throughout the day. But I know that I've done the thing before I've even checked my email. And my motivation is that it's so small and so easy and so doable. I know that I'll feel better for having had done it. And I also know that I'll feel better because it's going to be a thing that I've accomplished. I look back to the courses I purchased in 2023 and stuff that I just didn't finish. And I feel bad about that. I don't need more things to make me feel bad. So my motivation here is just committing to myself a thing that I can easily do and committing to myself that I will do the thing. I purchased the Bulletproof Notion project from Nerd Enterprises. It comes with a Slack group. And within the Slack group, an amazing woman, Marriott Martinez, posted in Slack, many people are going to be reflecting on how 2023 went and what they might want for 2024. I want to read to you a portion of what she wrote because I think this is really great. I can't take credit for it, but I love it so much. She said, questions to reflect and respond to. What were your biggest lessons from 2023? What is something you are proud of and you want to celebrate? What is something you want to do differently in 2024? What really worked and you want to keep doing? What didn't work and that you just want to accept that you learned from it and release it for the new year? I love this. I would love to hear yours. I would love it if you pop into the Facebook group, Gentle Frogs Bookkeeping Lilypad, and just let me know, what did you learn? What are you doing? You know, what changes? Anything that you want to share? 
my biggest work lesson from 2023 is really to stick to my boundaries. I do let the boundaries get a little bit wiggly. Sometimes we take on clients that we think maybe possibly it's a good fit, but I think we've done a really good job of identifying when things don't feel right and when it's not working for us. When I complain to my therapist about things that bother me and that conflict with my boundaries, she reminds me that it's not conflicting with something arbitrary, it's conflicting with a value. And so a lot of times for me, when I talk about my biggest lessons and how I want to enforce more boundaries, my values are things like respect, honesty, and treating others the way you'd want to be treated. Those are pretty straightforward. Those are things that I think anybody can understand. When we take on a client or we put ourselves in a position where we're not being respected or our client isn't being as forthright and honest as we'd like, those are often situations where I think, I don't, I don't really want to work with this person. It, it doesn't feel right. It's not aligned with what I want to do and what I want to support. Question number two was, what are something you're proud of and you want to celebrate? Man, I'm proud of my team. I'm proud of everything that we have done. Gentle Frog at its core is a very, very small business. There's myself, there's Megan, and there's Jess. We have a handful of other people that help us on a very limited basis, and we are so grateful. Every time Maria, my graphic designer, says, yeah, I'd be happy to spend an hour working on this thing for you, no problem. I'm like, holy crap, thank you so much. My video editor, he had an exhausting December because we were working on a bunch of stuff, but he only edits a handful of videos a month on a typical month, and he always treats us like we're VIP clients. My podcast editor, you should really hear the raw footage on this stuff. He does an amazing job. When I look back, I think of the things that I'm proud of and want to celebrate. I'm proud of having an amazing team that is willing to work with me, willing to help me, even though I don't need a lot of help. I'm not a big revenue generator for these other people. Like I'm probably a drop in the bucket to their overall businesses. So I'm super proud and I'm definitely celebrating them. What are things that I want to do differently in 2024? I want for myself to spend more time creating content. I've taken the time to create courses in 2023. And each time I create a course, I am a little bit less exhausted than the last time and a little bit more invigorated. And generally the flow of what I do is better than the last one. I'm kind of finding my groove. I'm really liking it. I'm really, really enjoying creating courses and YouTube content in the podcast, honestly. So what is something I want to do differently in 2024? I want to lean into more content creation and to spend less time doing bookkeeping myself. That's not to say that we don't do bookkeeping. Megan on my team loves bookkeeping. My problem isn't the bookkeeping. My problem is switching gears. I can either sit at my desk all day long, rocking out to ACDC and do a bunch of bookkeeping, or I can be on Zoom all day long, making people feel good. I really can't pivot back and forth between both. I find myself wandering around the kitchen and just generally avoiding my desk. What has really worked for us is communication within the team. I spend a lot of time talking to Jess and Megan. Here's what's going on. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I want to do differently. How are you guys? What do you need? What do you want to do differently? Another thing that's worked for me and I want to keep doing and I want to do more of is getting to know my online friends. I'm kind of in a weird isolated bubble. I moved to Ottawa, Ontario. So I'm, I'm away from the stores that I'm comfortable with and the friends that I've known for a million years. I need to do more stuff out with people locally. And I am. Something I want to do differently in my personal life is I want to really lean in and track the books that I'm reading. So when I go to book club, I can describe what I've read. 
it belonged to a book club. It's a neighborhood one and it's basically read whatever you want. There's no prescribed book of the month. People describe they've read children's books and graphic novels and all kinds of things. And I roll in and I'm like, I don't remember what I read. I think I read this one book or I listened to this thing on Audible. Professionally, a thing that I want to do differently is I want to participate in my online groups more than I currently do. I get busy, I get hermity, Slack groups get busy and I think, oh, I can never keep up. I can't possibly read all the messages and then I retreat and I don't do anything. My intention for myself is I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to mark everything as read whenever I need to and then I'll just read the last few messages and I won't feel bad that I didn't have the energy or desire to go back and read endless messages. The things that didn't work that I want to accept, learning from it and release my attachment, there are a whole pile of those things. I think the biggest one is my desire to justify myself. You know that feeling when you want to let a client go and you really want to tell them all the reasons you're letting them go, but none of it really matters because it's, it's all literally it's me and not you. That's a problem I have. What didn't work and what do I want to accept and learn from it is just those times where I had clients that I was very optimistic would be amazing for us. Turned out not to be amazing. I release and let them go. I think about the situation. How did I get them? I think about what their needs were and if I could have done something differently from the start to provide a different outcome. I think about if it was just never a good fit for us and if we tried it because we didn't know for sure if it was a good fit. Really, I would love to hear from you. I would love it if you'd pop in the Facebook group, talk about your goals. If there's anything within your goals that you need help with, let us know. I'm certainly happy to help. If there's anything that you need help with that I'm familiar with and can help you with, I'm all about it. Maybe there's something you need help with that somebody else will see that. They'll see your post and they'll say, oh, I can help you with that thing. Maybe you see something that somebody else writes and you know you can help with a thing. If one of your goals, like mine, is to feel a little bit less isolated while working from home, I would encourage you to join all kinds of groups. If you don't have a group you're feeling comfortable with, maybe considering joining a mastermind, a small group of people that get together intentionally to talk about their business, their passions, their life, their whatever. You can absolutely find paid groups like this. I run a group on Facebook called Bookkeeper Business Besties. If this sounds like the sort of thing you might be interested in, go to Facebook, look for Bookkeeper Business Besties and just click the button that says, I want to join this group. Before I let you go, I want to wrap up what you've been talking about. I think you should look back on 2023. What worked? What didn't work? What are you going to keep doing for 2024? Set yourself some sort of goals. It could be big and scary. It could be small and manageable. You know your personality. Identify how are you going to achieve the goal and what is your motivation for the goal. Consider joining a mastermind or some other online group if you're feeling lonely. And then pop into the Facebook group and just let me know what your goals are. Let me know if you have ideas or advice for me or for anybody else. Take a look at other people's goals or struggles or anything and see if there's a way that you can help them. Sometimes something as little as 15 or 20 minutes of your time can make a huge difference for someone else. While I didn't say it, my goal has been and always is to find ways to be helpful, to help other people, to reach back and lift others up. I'm incredibly fortunate to be able to do what I do. It is a direct result of my hard work, but also of other people reaching back and saying, how can I help you? How can I lift you up? I'm so glad that, you know, we're on this journey of whateverness together and I want to do the thing for you. 
So I'm forever paying it forward or paying it back, however you wanna think about it. If I can be helpful, please don't hesitate to let me know. Thank you so much. And here's to looking forward to 2024.